Welcome back to another episode of the Old Guy Metalcast. As always, I am Jim, joined by Mr. Bobby Blades. What's up, people? Bobby Birthday Blades. His birthday was yesterday. Yeah, and nobody fucking wished me a happy birthday. Thank you very much. How are we supposed to know? <laughs> I'm on Facebook. Your Facebook and I don't know. Facebook was slacking, man, because it announces everybody's birthday to me. And I'm like, happy birthday, happy birthday. And yesterday, I didn't get a single happy birthday. I was like, what the fuck? What is that? <laughs> I was like, damn, I know these motherfuckers know that my birthday's coming up. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, and also today we are joined by guitarist. I mean, there's so many titles, like possibly life coach. Inspiration? I don't know. Many things. It's today, Danik. Yo, what's up, everybody? How you doing? And uh, happy belated birthday to you. I didn't even see it, and I was on Facebook like six hours yesterday. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to contact Facebook about that. I mean, you can set whether that shit's public or not. Oh, I maybe. Think that was a thing right there. Yeah, it's probably my fault. Then I didn't, uh, you know, due to privacy purposes, I don't put a lot Grand of information out there. <laughs> Well, I'll pull up Jake Ryan and pull up to your house with a birthday cake in my Porsche later. <laughs> All right. It's going to be a long drive, my friend. <laughs> yeah, we're here back again to talk metal, uh, guitars, Satan, getting old, all that shit. Uh, I don't know where you want to start off. dude. So we can reminisce quickly about how long you and I have known each other. I've pinned it back to 1997. Yeah. yeah. Um. The porosity days. <laughs> that was the first time we met you guys when you came to Bismarck and played at that hotel. Yeah, oh, dude, that was such a good show. Such a good yeah. show. Um, it was really weird, too, because that was the first time we've had people, like, sit down and watch us. <laughs> because I don't think you guys have had a doom metal band there before. <laughs> yeah, they did, didn't they? Some people sat down. Yeah, we're like looking at each other on stage like, what the fuck is going on here? But people were still watching and loving it. They're just like, it, you go from death metal to us to death metal. <laughs> it didn't it's really like fit, but it was a doom, but time. an interesting kind of doom, too. Like, it, it, it's, yeah, I mean, what it's kind of what you would do, I suppose. I remember I was doing the lights. I, like, don't even know you guys, and, like, somehow I'm doing the lights for your set. <laughs> Yeah, man, that's a blast from the past. That was a, a really fun show, though. I mean, I everyone how. we talked to was cool. I'm pretty sure Porosity did that show, but I'm not sure. Like, I never understood exactly how you guys got there. Like, who knew you guys or what? Um, That was back in the old, like, the tape trading days. And uh, we had a connection with someone. Yeah. And I, I don't know exactly how. Someone down I here fucking uh, had a tape or something. Yeah, I think so. And because then I think we had you guys or like Prosody and those guys and everyone come back up here a couple times and Dude, play with us. Back then we would play these shows at uh, the first Ave in Fargo in the oh. afternoon. Saturday yep. afternoon metal shows started like, I want to say they started at like fucking noon. They did. Uh, it was like a noon to four type thing. Because that's the only way we could do all ages shows at that time. There was like no venues for it, unless you wanted to like shell out eight hundred bucks to rent out a hall. I don't remember those shows being like a single one of them being good. No, not those ones weren't. I don't know why <laughs> we played there. Well, there more than like 
well, I say we, their band. I just fucking tagged along, did one song with them. But like, I feel like we were up there for that like three times or something, multiple times. Yeah. Um, it, it was different back then, though, man. I mean, yeah. things were cheaper. The gas was cheaper. Everything was cheaper. You could travel down here for like 30 bucks and yeah. <laughs> play a show and make 30 bucks, maybe. Yeah, you, yeah, get, were... you get two packs of old golds for three bucks. Ah, the good old days. <laughs> yeah, that, those were some times, though, man. Uh, those shows, I mean, musically were awesome. Uh, yeah. Promotion wise, terrible, but that's all they'd allow us to do. So, like, fuck it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we met a lot of fucking people through that shit, though. Some of those old bands. Obsidian, it was always the play there. Who the fuck else would play there? 1 900, I think, played there. Yep. Played yep. Oh. 1 900, man. Bobby's just like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to say, man. You got you guys are taking it back to the old school. Kind of makes me wish that I was uh, North Dakota. And then we played uh, that show with you with one of our older, with, I'm not some belligerents, but we played a show with you and guys in Fergus Falls. And oh. I just remember that, that you guys always, I don't know if this is, I think it was told to me. I don't know if it was told to me by you guys, but like, like you enjoyed and like seeing how many people you could get to leave the room. Yeah. <laughs> We're in Minnesota well, the whole trip up. I'm like, dude, I'm going to make a fucking Drew Shadeen joke. And Drew Shadeen is this girl who was murdered. She was picked, you know, picked up and murdered by some fucking dude here. It was right around that time. And I was like, I'm going to make a Drew Shadeen joke. And they're like, fuck, dude, don't do it. And I don't do it. And then these guys play after us. And he's like a whole song about Drew Shadeen. <laughs> <laughs> we... <laughs> You know, uh, we've grown since then. I don't regret anything I've ever done, but we were different people back then. And we, yeah. like you said, we wanted to push the envelope because back then we were listening to stuff like Anal Cunt and, um, you know, Burzum Emperor, which you still listen to all that kind of stuff. But uh, we don't really model ourselves after that anymore. Yeah. It's not a successful and, uh, way to be a band like OB. We used to be like pro wrestling heels that was our like we're gonna come in the city we'll just be like pro wrestling heels and it'll be fucking hilarious but it's not because people don't like you then like we would go to places like fargo and we'd play there and we'd tell we'd tell them we're gonna fucking give them the minnesota and like just <laughs> we went to south sioux falls and we were going on about tom Daschle. it's like at that time we were all like weird fucking like conservatives kind of which is so bizarre compared to like what you know now I think we were just yeah. doing it to be fucking dicks. Pretty much, That's man. That's why a lot I mean, of people are super conservatives now. They're just to be a dick. Like, ah, oh, put this Trump flag in my truck and people will be mad at me and shit. <laughs> it's the exact same thing that we were doing, except with extreme metal. And the thing is, there was very few extreme metal bands around at the time. And we took that very seriously to yeah. piss people the fuck off. Like I said, we're different people now. Like, uh, me and Neil, still the best of friends, but... He uh, he told me I'd never want to do anything again with that project. Anything you want to do with that project that's in your hands. So, and uh, kind of funny story, the new project that I'm in, Closed Casket Crew, uh, we're actually doing a cover of WWJD's Newborn Stillborn. So, yeah, that, that's, that's the, the fucking, that's the hit, dude. That's the WWJD banger. That's like our fucking I'm battle. That, I'm going to see WWJD, like, that's the song I need to fucking hear. 
And you're going to hear it again in a, a little bit different style. Well, it'll be the same style, just I can't sing like that anymore. <laughs> Is that the band that you're in with, uh, with our homie Tyler? Yes, sir. Mr. Tyler Morehouse. Um, our buddy Colin, who's overseas right now, is one of the founding members of that. And um, so pretty much to get caught up on this, we've got like seven tunes um, still searching for the perfect drummer. And uh, my buddy Robert's going to fill in for bass when we are out in Minneapolis and stuff like that. But uh, the plan is right now to get Matt and Paul from Gorgatron have agreed to record uh, the demo for us. But they won't be like members at all. Yeah, that's sweet. Just so we can kind of get things rolling, as Matt's already at, say. at his fucking uh, max for bands you can be in. Every oh, drummer dude, has to be in at least like three fucking bands. Oh, <laughs> minimum. I think that's, that's not like, enough drummers. Uh, it's uh, good for them, man. Always, always getting work. There's guitarists are a dime a dozen, so. <laughs> Fuck yeah. us, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but people who can actually fucking rip on it, but no less. So there you go. We've known each other a long fucking time. Oh, yeah. There's some serious 90s. history there. The 90s. God damn it, man. Jinko uh, jeans and death metal screams. <laughs> I never had a pair of Jenkos, but I was like, I'm fucking chubby. So, you know, like that's not a look for fucking chubbies to be rocking Jenkos. I don't know. I think they made them in all sizes. We didn't I mean, make let's him be husky, okay? Damn it. <laughs> let's be honest. They should have been worn by anyone. They were terrible. Yeah. <laughs> terrible. One of those things that I can just see older generations being like, what the fuck is wrong with kids? It's the same shit we yeah. do now that we're old men. <clears throat> but we were right, though. I mean, we had style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Our music was better. Well, definitely that. Uh, we have been we have not been here in a while, so some things happened. Uh, Dusty Hill of ZZ Top passed away at age seventy two after a hip surgery, and I just want to put this out there. I've said this before. ZZ Top is one of, if not the, best American rock band of all time. I'm I'm open to debate this with you, Joe. <sighs> I respect them. Not yeah. a fan. I, I respect not them. A fan. They had a no. couple good tunes, you know, Sharp Dressed Man. And, they have um, so many more. She's Got that Legs. You've, <laughs> that you've never... Get the fuck out of here with the She's Got Legs. Dude, that's actually my favorite ZZ Top song, Legs, and then that's it. <laughs> legs is their fucking... Legs is their Ride the Lightning to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they, they have the, their old shit. Like Many albums have just hidden gems on them. A lot of it's really good, and just, no one's ever heard it. Everyone yeah. thinks like, "Oh yeah, that cheap sunglasses song is cool," and but then the '80s shit's dumb because everyone makes fun of the '80s shit. There, if you can name a band who was really popular in the '70s and in the '80s didn't get completely off the fucking rails, I'll give you a dollar. Rolling Stones <laughs> fucked in the '80s. Zeppelin, Aww. well, they didn't make it that far in the '80s. Even like, you know what I'm saying? Everything got fucked in the '80s. Black Sabbath was weird in the '80s. Well, here's the thing. Uh, with the 80s, uh, um, yes, that band, Owner of a Lonely Heart, is their biggest fucking song, and that came out because that was overproduced, MIDI-driven, kind of like uh, Afterburner, ZZ Top shit. Great guitar tone and stuff, but yeah, kind of kind of cheese-tastic. I, I don't know. I, like I said, I'm not a big ZZ Top fan, but I love the song Legs. 
Well, the 80s kind of made everything weird because that was the, the age of kind of synth pop and there was post-punk doing like all that synth-driven shit. And like, I think I was talking with the, with you about this before, Nate, when we were talking about Duran Duran and how I, mm -hmm. when I was listening to The Chauffeur, I was like, damn, that's such a good song. Um, but 80s was kind of very synth-driven. There was a lot of keyboards. Yeah. There was a lot of weird sounds. And it was focused more on the drums and shit than it was the guitars at that time. Exactly. Uh, also, like as much as I don't like that 80s shit that they did, like Rush. Rush is another band that like the 70s amazing prog shit. And then they get to the mm. 80s and it's like, eh, you lost me. But ZZ Top had hits for a band that formed in 1969, a blues band throughout the 80s had fucking hit legs was like dude i remember seeing that video on fucking mtv all the time what oh yeah the other one um some of the other shit they had videos for sharp dress man yeah. give me all your loving give me all your love i didn't that is one of the 80s ones that i actually kind of do like <laughs> but and and see the thing is like i i respect the hell out of zz top i think they are amazing but for my personal tastes i just never got into them I, I, it doesn't do anything for me. That yeah. sucks. I tried. I fucking tried, man. <laughs> oh yeah, but I don't want to. I don't want to get our, our whole episode on it. But you also don't <laughs> like Black Sabbath, which is it's fucking insane. Oh, clear your fucking schedule because we can go all day on that one. <laughs> That's. I'm just gonna say my piece real quick. The most boring fucking band of all time. What? <laughs> Sabbath. I don't give a shit. Are, are you fucking, serious? Mm-hmm. Dead serious. I've walked out on them twice. <laughs> having been drugged to a show. Like, nah, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. is, okay, so do you like shit that's like uh, of the straight up, like rock and roll fucking nature? Like, Oh, yeah, dude. Okay. I don't know. Like some people like metal shit and, you know, they don't like, like, I don't know, just fucking like rock and roll, dirty rock and roll, 70s rock uh, shit. I don't know. I fucking I love rock and roll music, man. Kiss, yeah. one of my favorite bands. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> I hate Kiss. Uh, you could go that way. Well, well, you're wrong, but okay, cool. <laughs> the way the way you feel about ZZ Top and Black Sabbath is the way that Jim and I feel about Kiss. Yeah, oh, I hate Kiss man. except for Love Gun. Love Gun is awesome. I like and Love I, Gun, I, Deuce, and um, uh, yeah, God of Thunder, of course. Yeah, that song fucking rap just rips. And the thing you is, guys like, not play that back in like 1997. We did God of Thunder and we did Detroit Rock City. Yeah, there you go. Fucking that love Kiss, man. Circle, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rocked, man. Your guys' God of Thunder fucking rocked. I didn't Dude, like that song. You. I actually will say this. I did not like that song until I saw your band play it. I didn't <laughs> probably know that much about it. And then I, I liked the song after I saw you guys. Play. Oh, shit. It's funny. Funny how that works, though. Uh, like, we also did a cover of Snowblind from Black Sabbath, and I Dude. despise Black Sabbath. <laughs> but I, I like that song. Everyone gets, every band gets one song that's really good. I love that cover, theirs. too, man. Fuck yeah, I was always man. impressed with, like, some of those covers. Fucking, somebody does a Sabbath cover, like, I'm sold. You know, that's why with, like, Stone Cloud Sunday, we were playing Children of the Grave all the time, just because, like, like and so even so you don't like some band they put up a Sabbath song you're like oh okay these guys are alright so let Everybody me ask you this anyway. <laughs> so let me ask you this uh, that Nativity in Black remember that album yep 
Yeah. Ugly sure. Kid Jill did the greatest version of NIB, and that also drew me into being like, okay, that's a killer tune, but Ugly Kid Joe did it better. Yeah. Ugly Kid Joe's funny. Don't get me started about it. I was listening on that shit. Lately, I was listening to uh, Menace to Sobriety. I don't know yeah. why I listened to it. And, like, I couldn't tell you how long. And I was just like, this album was good as fuck. I'm like, this album rules. I saw them on that tour opening up for Def Leppard. That was awesome. I, fucking, uh, I, I dig that shit too. So, but they formed ZZ Top formed in 1969, and only because Dusty Hill died did they now will change members. But they had the same three fucking members that whole time. And if mm-hmm. you go back, I know a lot of people don't like it. Well, that's fine. But they have amazing albums full of rock and roll, dude. Like, what is? I mean, I could name a ton of songs. So, if you're uh, a fan of that shit, go back and listen to that. You guys, but other people, <laughs> listen to their first couple albums. <laughs> Uh, there's really good shit up there. But yeah, I mean, who's the great American like rock and roll band? Oh, Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. Kiss. Kiss. There's not a lot of them, right? That or in there's no like you know the Rolling Stones. Their drummer just pulled out of their upcoming tour because he's I don't know, he has some Ill- illness or something. He's yeah. 80, 80 years old, about to hit the road again. You know, so like Jesus. there's not a lot of those. Aerosmith, I guess, existed a long time, you know, but okay, they were oh, great in Let the me... 70s. Let me jump in here with uh, the Rolling Stones and uh, uh, them about to hit the road. Them hitting the road is different than you or me jumping in a van and touring 30 oh, cities, yeah. sleeping in a the van. They're sleeping in five star hotels, taking flights. They're on vacation. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, but to be 80 and drumming like a whole set. I mean, that's that's pretty crazy. Uh, he ain't doing no blast beats, though. <laughs> no. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> no, re- respect to them, too. I mean, they're, yeah, they've been around forever. And it's they're like, from England, so they can't be the great USA rock and roll band. Yeah, I love the Rolling Stones. Even though they also, in the 80s, got crazy with the fucking, you know, with the Coke. And I think Coke is a large part of what happened with all those bands in the 80s. You know, everyone started doing Coke and writing just fucking bizarre shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> But well, that's when Megadeth was their best. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I don't think Coke is, is good for making music. Uh, it depends on where your headspace is at, I think. Yeah. James did some really good shit on Coke. All of Black Sabbath. Yeah, they did a lot. Well, they did a lot of everything. Yeah, they, they were doing all kinds <laughs> of drugs. Fuck. Ozzy was um, fucking snorting ants, you know, that kind of shit. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, Dusty Hill, man, hell of a, hell of a bass player too. Like not at first glance, but like that guy, you fucking throw a, a blues anything at him, and he's good to go. Like I don't know, see the top will just be like, I'm like, ah, oh, fucking blues jam, and you know whatever, and then just rip forever. Uh, so there you go. Also, Joey Jordanson passed away at forty six. Fuck, <clears throat> man. Every time I hear that number, I get scared because I'm 46 now. Yeah, you're telling me, bro. <laughs> I'm yes. like, but I, I don't do, well, I don't do drugs. I mean, I wouldn't call weed a drug, but I don't do drugs. I don't so, do drugs either. <laughs> he might have been I doing, <laughs> he might have been doing a bunch of shit, maybe, because apparently uh, the members of Sinsanum said they had reached out to him many times and uh, told, you know, they were kind of, 
uh, hoping that he would get his act together. So maybe he was into some heavy shit that kind of. Well, he was. That's why he was kicked out of Slipknot. He was doing the wrong drugs. Okay. Yep. Yeah, he's like, and you know, like they kind of wanted to frame it. Well, he had this thing. Well, he does have that thing, but he also does a lot of fucking drugs. Yeah, he, he had some did. kind of spine disorder or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and not to get all serious here, but uh, like I can relate. Um, I had a huge addiction problem for the last few years that I hid from many people. And I uh, like my band was kind of onto it. My friend, my close friends could see it, but they never said anything really. And then I just freaked out and quit my band and kind of went into a recluse stage there. But like, luckily for me, I had some people kick me in the ass and get me off that that path. But, you know, people can talk shit about it and whatnot. It, it can happen to anyone, man. It happened to me. I never thought I'd be fucking down that dark path of the wrong drugs. You know, it sucks. <laughs> but it, it's possible to get out of it, too. Yeah, man. I, that's... How long are you now? Eight months? Uh, no, I'm, at the end of the month, it'll be 11 months sober. 11? Fuck. That's great, That's awesome, man. man. Thanks, man. What an inspiration. But dude, and I can come at you from a different angle. <laughs> Not even drugs. It's, uh, it's possible to get fucking addicted to things and fall into things that can fucking kill you that aren't drugs as well. You know? Filipino yeah. hookers. I'm just a fat fuck. And I, like, struggle to get my fucking life together for years now and i'm almost 40 and i'm like still i still struggle with, with getting my shit together it's it's the same shit you know the same and, thing know, as th- drugs if i was addicted to drugs i would probably never fucking be i just know <laughs> myself it's like, dude, tomorrow tomorrow i'm going to rehab <laughs> die of an overdose you know what i'm saying that'd be me and that's like the thing is like it's never too late to make those changes uh yeah. it's been the best thing for me it's not for everyone man i don't look down on anyone with their with their demons or their partying or even if they just can party and get away with it and be cool that's your thing it's cool but um yeah it's anything can sneak up on you man with that addiction shit yeah. fuck it sucks i think it's <laughs> also the- could clarify too that like i don't think you are ever out of shape but now you've like well, along with this, you like now you look like a member of the fucking misfits lifting the heavy iron. And I know, yeah. fucking hanging out with Jerry, Jerry only and Doyle and shit. <laughs> Jerry only looking motherfucker. Um, I've always been into working out, um, like in the past ten years, especially. But uh, yeah, I was looking at pictures from my last party night, and I was down to like hundred and sixty-five pounds, and normally I walk around like one ninety. And my, uh, me and my vocalist, Jarrett, he came over the last night I was partying and wanted to, you know, make amends with me. We hadn't seen each other since I quit the band, but he's like, dude, you look like shit. And that like hit me hard. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, you look like you lost about 30, 40 pounds. I'm like, probably have. <laughs> I snorted it up my nose, you know? Um, so that was kind of another thing too. It was just a good kick in the ass to. I, I was never. I'm not trying to be Doyle or Jerry only, but it's it's taking my uh, taking my mind off of partying, going out to the gym more and shit. You fucking like you are what I aspire to be, sir. <laughs> I can get you on that path, man. You play guitar every day, which I should, and I don't, and I know it. 
Yeah. You are fucking like you lose, you know, in shape, which I fucking am not struggle with my whole life. Yeah. Like I said, man, uh, Nate's I'm an inspiration. Yeah. Well, see, like, yeah, like uh, I don't consider weed a drug, really. I especially if you're just using it and it's not uh, interfering with anything, and you're not like, you know, you're not out doing crazy shit just to get another hit of weed. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> uh, but man, for real, yeah. Um, just when I sent you a friend request, Nate. And then just seeing yep. you playing guitar all the time, I was like, fuck, man, I got to get back into it. And so, like, you know, like I was telling you before, me setting aside, knowing my limitations and setting aside 10 minutes a day, you know, multiple times per day, what my hands can handle. It, it's made all the difference in the world. Now I'm back playing and, you know, I'm kind of at that place where it's like I can get good. I mean, I'm not going to be super awesome and fucking out touring or anything but i mean i'm going to be playing and i'm going to be creating shit and so that's what that's exactly what i wanted to help you with and, yeah <clears throat> uh, that's pretty much been my goal in life uh with this whole new like path i'm taking is i've realized i'm not going to be a world class famous musician and get paid millions i figured that out a long time ago but the one thing i do enjoy as you can tell with uh the different projects and the different things I do with teaching lessons or make a riff is I, I want to help promote other people to help them achieve that dream. Because for me, maybe I was going my path the wrong way, trying to, you know, reach stardom when I should have been the guy just pushing others to train them to do that, you know, and I'm cool with it. I think it's, I love, I, it makes me so happy when, uh, I get videos or, uh, audio recordings or just, a thank you from someone like, oh, I finally got this riff down. Check it out. It makes my day, man. I mean, it's it's awesome. And I, if I could, if I could do this full time, I fucking would. So, yeah, make it happen. Yeah. To anyone listening who doesn't know either, yeah, you do a make a riff where you give you know kids guitars and shit. Like a lot of people, and it's I have a guitar. I wish I lived in the same city as you, because <laughs> I would give it to you to give to somebody because it's a decent guitar. It's just like not on my you know, level of usage anymore. Well, here's here's the thing with that. Um, make a riff is is not me. Make a riff is an idea. Make a riff is a concept. Um, Maybe I should just find concept. it and give it to them. Use what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't have to be through me. You just do it. I can do that. I will do that. Good. I want. I want. I, I'm going to be looking for that. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not uh, like that much of a, a technician, so I don't know if I can like get it like it's all ready to go for you <laughs> dude because just, i've been in bands playing guitars my whole life but i'm like i don't know how to fucking like just the shings or fucking any of that shit. uh all you got to do is clean it up a little bit restring it make sure the neck's not completely bent uh make it playable and you know you, yeah. it's, it should be easy to find someone to help you do that but <clears throat> the funny thing is is when i started this project four years ago and breaks here and there, whatever. But uh, the hardest part was actually finding people, trustworthy people to give gear to. You, would, you wouldn't think it'd be that hard, but there were people coming at me literally like, oh, yeah. so what do you get with this program? I'm just like, oh, you get a guitar, amp, lessons, all this. Well, that doesn't sound like much. Well, then don't fucking, what are you talking to me for then? 
Wait a minute. They, okay, so a guitar and an amp and lessons doesn't sound like much? What Dude, the fuck people, do they want? I went through hundreds and hundreds of messages uh, for the first 10 students that I was going to set up. Back when I got, uh, I raised like $10,000 uh, four years ago for this through help of many friends. And having to narrow it down to 10 kids was really tough because there was a ton of those messages and a ton of back and forth. Like, well, I'm sorry, this doesn't seem enough. Well, they're like, well, it seems kind of like a ripoff. How is it a ripoff? You're getting stuff for free. Yeah, you know? you're getting free Fuck shit. You. <laughs> I mean, I would have back America, in. America. <laughs> Dude, right? Entitlement. Oh, man. Dude, I would have been like, thank you. Can you like, especially when I was really inspired, like back in uh, 2009 and I had, you know, first started, I had to buy all mm -hmm. the gear myself. I mean, I had yep. to pay for lessons. I, I've continuously paid for lessons for 10 fucking years. And that's not cheap. No, and, it's not. Dude. And it's like you get gear and you get free lessons. I mean, come on. You can't get better than that. How do you and, uh, they're sending you a message, right? Yeah, they're sending me. I'm not like perfect, like coming at them like, hey, are you interested in this? They're, so they're coming at me. You're giving some, You're giving guitars away to kids who need them. People contact you about it and then tell you to basically go fuck yourself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I should have saved some of those messages. Oh, I'm man. service, so I know the insanity of people. <laughs> people are insane. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. Um, it it really kind of mentally wore on me. Like maybe I'm doing the wrong thing. Maybe people are just going to take the gear and sell it and whatever. Because I I try to be optimistic, but I'm also a realist too. Um, but the stories of the people that got those first ten guitars were so heartfelt and so just tugged at my heartstrings I, I i shit you not i shed many tears like man this is why i'm doing this and then after upon delivering those guitars to those families and those kids the the smile on their face they're like are you serious like the first kid that ever got a guitar received a 700 hundred dollar prs from my personal collection yeah. <laughs> nice guitar. jesus right? christ and uh his story was his dad had uh had taken his life uh, a year prior and he wanted to be into music and the family was kind of struggling and i was like man i get it i get it and uh yeah we went and delivered him that prs and the look on his face was absolutely worth 100 percent of it man it was it was beautiful and that's the, that's the reason i do this yeah dude i, I just always see everything about it i think it's like fucking it's really good shit yeah, it's like uh, cats that we know, you know, that's like we were talking before we recorded about like our friend Bobby Anthem. It was like, I was like, we can only attempt to aspire to fucking yeah. to Bobby Anthem. The same shit about <laughs> this guy. It's like, I can only aspire to be fucking as uh, good of a dude. As yeah, I know. Like, you guys are two, probably two of the best people we know that yeah. actually are so thoughtful. And it's like, even myself, I mean, I'm, I try to be thoughtful, you know, but I, I cannot reach your level. <laughs> you Any, anyone can, anthem. man. It, it, all it takes is one little, one nice thing. It doesn't have to be giving someone a guitar. Just do go out of your way to make someone's day a little better. Send someone a message like, hey, man, great fucking great playing last night or just something to unlift, uplift people a little bit. That's I've, I've gotten really Andrew WK about my life in the last year so. <laughs> No hey man, I really like your shirt. <laughs> there you go. See, <laughs> day made. <laughs> but no, it's just easy. 
Um, other things, I get topics of discussion. Um, Kirk Hammett has a deal with uh, with Gibson. Fucking old guys that sell an old guy guitars, but he also is keeping his other deal with ESP, so I don't know how that works. How is ESP allowing him to do like a line of Gibsons? Are you ready for this? Because I love this stuff, and I will talk about this for hours, but I'll condense it for you. <laughs> yeah, we always do guitar shit. We talked about Dave Mustaine to Gibson. Oh, yeah. We uh, love talking about gear. We, we always have some guitar shit every week. We need the gear, so, man. So the thing with the Kirk Hammett, uh, back in 2013, Gibson released a um, a replica V that he used on the Kill 'Em All tour and recording that album. Yeah, it didn't really get much. Like you can find them; they're really expensive now. Like on Reverb, they're like thirteen thousand dollars or something like that. Maybe you can find one for eight thousand, but still super expensive. Um, so I don't know what they're doing exactly for his new line, but the thing with ESP. Is Kirk Hammett, James Hetfield are their breadwinners. They they can do no wrong. So ESP has allowed them to, you want to do this endorsement with Gibson? Go for it. You're yeah. always going to come back because we take care of you. Yeah. I'm not a big Gibson guy. I mean, I think that, obviously, I think their guitars are fantastic and shit, but like, I'm, I don't have like a desire to own one. I have a desire to get one, but only if it's like super cheap or like some interesting story. Like some old man gives it to me on his deathbed or something. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be quick to get that again. I think they will. I fucking hope so. I want one, but I can't afford one. So I'll, maybe I'll get to look at one in person. That'll be the closest I get. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm looking at my wish list uh, in Sweetwater here, and at the LTD James Hetfield is de- up to one thousand two hundred ninety-nine dollars. That's how much those usually are, I think. Well, it used to be, I think it was nine ninety nine when I first put it in. I was like, oh, shit, <laughs> I could save up for oh, that. Guitar prices have gone up oh, uh, yeah. they have. by a couple hundred in the last year here. Like uh, that Warrior used to be a lot cheaper, too. Yeah, used to be it's, like $200 cheaper. It's seven forty nine. Uh, when I put it in, it was six ninety nine. So, yeah, it has yep. gone up. But... Um, is that uh, LTD, the snake bite one? Yeah, that's the signature snake bite. Okay. I'm not a fan of the, that shape. I like his old uh, MX Explorer styles. So that's why I was looking at that $12,000 one that I'll never be able to afford. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the Kelly body shape and um, like the Warrior and the Kelly. Not a big fan of the V's, but I got to say when I was watching that uh, Limp Biscuit, I had my eye on the Jackson. I was like, that V looks badass. And then fucking Fred Durst's wig had to ruin it for me, so. <laughs> Dude, Jackson King Vs are awesome. They're they're beautiful. They yeah, play really know. nice. I don't like your um, standard V, the like double the same like the length, but well, I mean yeah, but the Jackson ones look great. The Kelly is I actually hate the Warrior. I've said that before. And I apologize oh. to Tyler because I know that's his like total thing. <laughs> I, I don't like baby, it. Yeah. I don't like I like the Kelly though. But I, I bought a Jackson. I got my first Jackson, and I bought a fucking L, like. Oh, they make an LP body. <laughs> That's what I bought from Jackson. Yeah, weren't you and saying it, that you didn't like the standard uh, when when somebody says draw a guitar and they draw those circular shapes and shit? I hate the look of Fender. To me, Fenders and like even Ibanez, standard Ibanez, uh, are like that that double horn. I don't like like the double. 
you know, bulbousy. I don't like that. Oh, I do love okay. the look LP body style. I have all I have is LPs. My Washburn is uh, is a fucking Les Paul. My Jackson is my fucking Michael Kelly is. So wait, the LP oh. is like the standard uh, like eight the the figure eight kind of style. Or am I thinking Les of something Paul? else? Yeah, Les Paul uh, style. It's just a single cutaway on the bottom. Yeah. So it looks like at the number eight, right? Yeah, kind of in a way. You look at it. You're drawing it in my head right now. <laughs> thinking about See, I'm, 25 bong hits. This <laughs> I'm uh, obviously a huge V fan and uh, Ibanez, RGs. Those are my favorite too. Anything pointy. That's all I want in life. Just <laughs> give me all the pointy guitars. Okay. See, we talked about uh, just a couple weeks ago when they Ivan has rolled out their kind of reimagining of the what is it, Iron Label? Is that what this is yeah, called? the Iron Label. Oh, yeah. The Zyphos and the Iceman. Okay, dude, the Iceman is cool. For me, I want a six-string to- six baritone of either yeah. of those. There's a six-string, there's a seven-string, and the seven-string on both is a fucking standard scale. It's like, at least do a longer fucking scale if you're going to do a seven-string. But no baritone, so I don't know. The Iceman is fucking awesome, but I was like, bring back, dude, bring back the Destroyer and put a fucking Ooh. Destroyer in there. What are you doing? This like that other thing that what is that thing? The Fios or whatever? I hate that thing's terrible. The Xyphos or it whatever. Like, it looks like the Warrior. I don't. That's why I don't like. It. Those are, those play really nice though. They're really nice. My buddy I'm had sure uh, an older one. I'm, sure <laughs> like I said, I'm just a sucker for anything pointy. Yeah. Well, that's like I decided I was going to buy a Explorer. I always wanted one. And then I ended up getting a Jackson LP. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> every time I try, like, I'm getting an Explorer, getting an Explorer. And then, like, I got another. And then you were going to you were gonna get a Solar, and then um, that fell through. I still might, but I don't play enough to justify it. Like, if I bought a new guitar, my chick would be like, what the fuck? <laughs> if I was playing guitar and, like, fucking playing fucking Metallica solos and shit for her, she would have no problem with it, I'm sure. <laughs> Dude, get one of those Solars. I got to play one finally. They're awesome. That's what I've, I've had a pre-order and ended up canceling it. Oh, man. I want it. It's an Explorer-style six-string baritone. It's everything I want. I want a six-string. I want a baritone. I want a fucking Explorer. And I want a Solar, because like I think they're cool to have. Like They're off the beaten path. I like Ola England. Yeah. You know, so like, I want a fucking get one i don't know i finally got to play one of those keezels the other day that was oh, a piece yeah. of garbage yeah you didn't like it nope no thanks things crazy expensive uh this one was used and it was like 14 or 1500 so yeah they're about the two three thousand range but uh they great fucking marketing scheme they just pretty much gave everyone on instagram a fucking keezel that plays guitar and now everyone thinks everyone plays them but their resale value is terrible you can't get shit for them because no one fucking no one's played them they're not in stores you know i'm surprised one ended up here in fargo it was uh, gross fucking hated well, it well yeah fucking uh dean lamb and his wife fucking play him in their videos which are pretty popular like the, yeah. the four, four stages of death metal or whatever yeah they and have some really nice I, fucking ones but it was also a headless guitar and that's fucking just stupid to me Ish. <laughs> I used to have I used to have a headless guitar, but it was just a fucking joke. Are you shitting on my traveler guitar? <laughs> that's different. That's a traveler guitar. That's not. That's meant for moving, like going around and 
see in the world. Buying like an actual fucking guitar that's just no headstock and just a tiny piece of wood. Come on, man. Oh, Come on. Okay. <laughs> one I had was a. It's called a Burnside. They're pretty fucking rare to find these days. But it basically okay. was like a Steinberger. Because it had like the whole setup on the bridge and everything was like made by Steinberger. But it was like called a Burnside. And it had like, yeah, wow. the body was the bare minimum, dude. You know? Okay, I think I remember those, yeah. Yeah. And it was the pickups were so fucking hot that like I would fucking play it and shit. And then I'd hold it up to my face and scream through it. Because like if you stopped in a song and had the volume all the way up, it would pick up the conversation in the room. Like, nice. That's fucking crazy hot. That nice. But it was fun to fucking make noise and pick it up and then do vocals while you know with the note hold out over it and shit. But Hell yeah, piece of fucking garbage. Do they make these guitars anymore? That sounds weird. I sent. Remember last time I talked about it on the show and I had sent you a thing about it. Oh yeah, I had that's a hard time the one. finding okay. even pictures of those fucking things. I was like that click with it was the black. Mine was red, but I was like that but red. I don't know. There's no pictures yeah, of red ones. I remember that. <laughs> Man, we would have had a lot of fun with that in the 90s when we were just making noises instead of actually playing guitars. Yeah, my homeboy, uh, Dane, who listens to the show. Hi, Dane. I think he does. He'll listen to this one. Uh, he bought a Ibanez Iron Label. It's like the name of it. Why can't people name guitars cool shit? RG1R9FME. That's why. Why name it that? <laughs> just call it Iron the label. Beast or some anyway. shit. Faded oh. denim burst flat, uh, nine string. Nine? Nine fucking string. What are you going to do with all those? Jesus. I, I don't know. I send you a send you a thing about it if you want to like look at it. Yeah, yeah send a me a picture of that. That's insane. I mean, it'd be cool as shit to play, but I, I'm lost after set. I don't even like playing seven strings. Yeah, he's, he's full eight at this point. He's okay. in, a, he's in a, well, I guess these days they're called Lords of Sorcery, but when I was in the, did vocals for that band, it was Arrest of Your Sorcery. Okay. Two, two eight strings. Yeah. Crazy shit. Holy shit. But yeah, shit. now he's got this nine string. He was going to buy this eight string V, which if like I think is amazing. Solar is the first one to do that. They've got the eight string V, and it's just so badass looking. <laughs> Jesus. That's huge. <laughs> I mean, I'm if I played an eight it. string, <laughs> I would get a fucking eight string V. You know what I'm thinking? You need some really long fingers. Like, remember that chick who playing guitar who had the super long fingers I showed you in that video? That's yeah. what this this neck looks like. You'd have to have super long fingers to be able to play this thing. Yeah, you fucking send me a, like send me a video, and he's he's picked he's like is this video <laughs> like all the way up and down like. Okay. I played an eight string once and I just wasn't impressed. Like, yeah, like you said, the neck is just too big. It just feels weird. Eh, I don't like jet either. So I don't like seven strings either. Yeah, I owned one once. That's about it. Sold it long ago. We all fucking played seven strings at some point, didn't we? Yeah. Well, thanks for the band briefly with this guy because that was at the time he was Mr. Seven String and then he Mr. Eight String and. I assume by next year he'll be like, check out this fucking 10 string. I chew down a drop fucking asterisk. <laughs> the, uh, the names of those Ibanezes, uh, I wanted to tackle that for one second. Those are terrible. Yeah, it's just random letters and numbers put into some weird fucking sequence. Yeah. Why? Um, I don't Solar, get it. Solar's another one. Theirs are terrible too because they're all. Yeah. Uh, 
you have a chance to name these things cool shit. Why would you be like, oh, I'm just going to do the, you know, it's this because of this color. Like, that sucks. Use that as your code internally. Call yeah, like the SKU number. You know, Give it a memorable name. Yeah. Dude, okay. for me, it'd be... Oh, go ahead. <clears throat> if I had a guitar company, it'd be like, all right, here we got the Behemoth 666. Obviously a six string. The Behemoth 667. Seven string. Easy enough. Fucking can remember it. You know, <laughs> That's all you got to do. Yeah, like you said, it's like a fucking a fucking tracking code. And there's people that like dude, I get I'm on this Ibanez group and they'll just rattle out these numbers. I'm like, I don't fucking know. I have an RG550. That's all I need to know. Yeah, bro. Yeah, are you I'm, not, I'm, I'm in a Washburn. I'm in two like a couple of Washburn groups. And I don't know why. I find myself every day going like, why am I hanging out with these people? Oh, was it you and me that were talking a while ago uh, in that same Ibanez group I was in? Dude posts this picture of like this just generic like $700 Ibanez. Nice. Cool. But in the background was like an 80s BC rich fucking Mockingbird or not a Mockingbird, an Ironbird. I'm like, hey, what's up with that Ironbird? And the guy's like, hey, man, this is an Ibanez group. I'm like, then crop the fucking BC rich <laughs> on your picture, you fucking idiot. <laughs> You know, I would have left that culture. group immediately. Like, you fucking elitist prick. Yeah, it's your post. Why are you posting your fucking picture of that BC Rich? Yeah. That's way nicer than your Ivan is. Elitist Washburn assholes. group I'm in has a bunch of dudes who who made Washburns when they made uh, American Washburns. Mm. Yeah. That's what I had. Like, that guitar, like, the fuckers are trying to buy it from me. I should have sold it to them, but. I have like an American what? Washburn uh, that was toward the end of when they were making them in like Chicago, I believe is where this one was made. Okay. But toward the end, they were like doing weird shit. So mine has a body and neck combination like that. They were just throw necks they have on bodies. They were just like putting together just random like one offs. And the guys in the group's like, I've never seen another one with that fucking with that. Huh. Like, holy fuck. Jeez. There's a lot of those because there's like a lot of kind of just one-off shit because at the end they would just do whatever they fucking felt like use that parts. Hell yeah, man. Well, didn't isn't Solar pretty much? Did they just buy out Washburn? I don't know how that worked. I think well, Washburn still makes guitars. I, I think that you know he must have some kind of because the first Solars were with Washburn, but I don't know. Maybe he's gone on his own now. Yeah, I'm not sure I how saw, that whole story worked. Yeah, I'm confused too. All I know is I saw a picture of a Washburn that had the solar logo in the 12th fret there like the solars have and someone yeah. kind of explained it but it made no sense to me yeah those early solars were like through washburn okay that you know, like a sense. sub brand i think but yeah i don't know those things are like washburns aren't worth that much uh but they should be the american ones are nice as fuck like i've played some gibson les balls i'm not gonna say all of them but to me like some of those american washburns that they made are like just as good well, a lot of those companies, a lot of those companies like Washburn, Kramer, Charvel, in the '80s, kind of ruined their name by just dumping out hot garbage all the way through the '90s. BC Rich did the same thing too. Um, a lot of them either went out of business or had to start rebranding to get people to buy their shit again because you can only knock out so many hundred fifty dollar Warlocks or super strat washburns before people are like these are fucking garbage you know 
Yeah, I so, have a. I've never had a BC Rich, and uh, I try not to. But there is a small part of me that has like a a prejudice against them because I remember hearing like you know back in the day all these like horror stories about some of their custom shop guitars and shit. I don't know. I just always heard yeah. bad things, and all I saw was like a zillion just junk fucking warlocks. <laughs> that makes me they, feel bad about the warlocks. What they've done. Uh, I like. I feel. I feel shitty about the warlock that I have hanging up on my rack right now. It's like, man, I bought a hundred and fifty dollar warlock, and it's probably not even worth anything. <laughs> well, the thing is, like I told you uh, the last time I talked to you, the whole BC Rich thing, where revamping their name and only making like the cheapest one is like 900 bucks now yeah but i mean people are taking those old bc rich bronze and uh nj series and selling them for just an insane amount of money yeah no one's gonna ever pay uh, the same thing that happened with the 5150 heads when eddie died oh, oh this God. is worth six thousand dollars now no it's not it's a 500 dollars amp man um but <laughs> gear selling is kind of like the housing market now people are just fucking crazy um overpricing shit people are people are stupid enough to pay it i mean that's exactly why hammett's doing a gibson right the gibson will do a bunch of gibsons and they'll be yep. like five thousand dollars and all these rich fucks will buy them and then they'll be worth fifteen thousand dollars yeah, yeah you'll find them on ebay that's all it is i mean you can sell shit to people right now overpriced bougie fucking bullshit there's enough and people it, with money out there that they buy that shit I, I don't get it. This last year has been financially crushing to me. I can hardly afford to buy strings, let alone a fucking yeah. $5,000 Gibson. <laughs> but if you can get on those lists and you're in the know and you can get, and if you have the cash to fucking tie up and shit, I mean, you can make a ton of fucking money. All you do is buy oh. all those special edition Gibsons that come out. You buy as many of them as you can and you fucking hold on to them and then you flip them for way more. I mean, people make a ton of money doing that. But you gotta yeah. have, you know, you gotta have fucking money to start buying fucking five thousand dollar Gibsons. <laughs> Take out a loan. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I think I knew my. I think I figured out my new business. <laughs> like that fucking Trogley guy on new Trogley's guitar show. <laughs> I actually like Trogley's guitar show. <laughs> Don't tell him I'm hate. I like your channel. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know, dude. Yeah, yeah, there's topics here, or you have to go, or where are we at? <clears throat> yeah, I gotta take off here because I gotta hit practice up and then finish up home remodeling. I'd like to thank you guys very much for having me. I mean, Dude. I've been a blast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> awesome, man. And like, I'm, I'm glad that, you know, some more people will get to know you, man, through this. It's badass. Um, we're gonna so, get man. you on Worst Cooks yet. I didn't even talk about that. Oh. I tried to, like, really try. It almost happened. I feel like it almost happened. Can, can I talk about that real quick? As much time as you have, man. We're here. We're the hangouts. So, like, that whole thing was getting really surreal. Like, the producer was calling me, like, a couple times a week. I was like, okay, this might be a thing, you know? Sent in my video and all that. And then radio silence. I'm like, well, obviously didn't work. Now, here's the kicker. Like, in the last, because uh, that was last year. In the last, like, six months, a news story popped up where the yeah. the winner of that season that I should have been on uh, got arrested for murder. <laughs> yeah, she did. And it's like, you know, 
here's me. You could have had a great season with a dude with a James Hetfield beard that loves puns and horrible cooking. Instead, you <laughs> chose a murderer. Congratulations. They could have had. I, I was like, when you someone came up with, I don't know. And I was like, this is the best. A, a million percent. I seriously, from Go, I was like, surely he's going to be on Worst Cooks in America because he's a, one of the worst cooks ever I've ever seen. Yeah. And all of us know it. <laughs> and you have a big reach, you know, like, you know, a lot of other fuckers. I'm like, and he would be gold on this show. Like, I know nobody who is has a pun game on your level. So, yeah, like you said, a dude like with a James Hetfield beard and like a bullet belt and fucking like gauntlets on. <laughs> rocking puns like a motherfucker like this is gold this would be like the most highly rated season of this show ever and instead it was a murder in your place <laughs> in my place <laughs> and here's the thing that a lot of people think like oh I do that I, I cook bad on purpose no you can ask my girlfriend of eight years I have been cooking my chicken that way since day one that she met me I still do it to this day um, you can see my grilling pics where hey I'm gonna grill a frozen patty I'm a fucking chef Gordon Chef Ramsay's it's uh, it's real man that's just how I am I'm, I'm a horrible <laughs> fucking cook are you Jacob, there's like <laughs> trying to make I mean, the... it's been memed a billion times in our group of friends <laughs> it shows up every I don't know who has those kind of I don't have any skills with with uh, Photoshop but man people I mean they put that shit every fucking where it, I didn't think. Like, what do you just put chicken, <laughs> just like raw chicken drummies or like legs and shit, just in the oven? Yeah, yeah. I just I, I I literally take them off. <clears throat> I take them off the package. I put them on a fucking pan, and I throw them in there until they kind of stop bleeding. No pepper, <laughs> no, uh, no salt, no nothing. Nope, nope. Yeah. And next to like chicken. these pathetic fucking like undercooked fries that you got, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like. Fucking everywhere. People meme that it's into everything. So good. It's like my one of my favorite meals too. And it's yeah. oh delicious. Good shit. Uh what are your social media, man? Your Instagram is worth a follow by fucking anybody. It's a great time. Oh, uh, that's just under Natanic six six six. Um Facebook, Natanic Peeler. Uh just type in Natanic and I'll pop up somewhere. Yeah, your shit's uh, public on there too, right? So Yep. Yep. Anyone can enjoy or harass me, whatever yeah, they want to do. You got a TikTok too. I do have a TikTok, yes. Uh, that is a ridiculous thing that I hate, and I'm barely on it. <laughs> I should have that. I mean, dude, I feel like some of the shit you've done for a while was super fucking funny. Some of those, uh, I'm trying to think of specific ones, but going in the fridge and I don't know, some of the other shit you've done. Like, when you're in on that shit, it's really fucking funny. Well, I appreciate that. And, you know, it's just stuff I do in my spare time uh, just to keep fucking busy, you know? But uh, I, I just despise being on TikTok or a lot of those. I mean, I love Facebook just because it's more talking with my friends and stuff. But Instagram, I'm almost immediately angry as soon as I go on there or <laughs> TikTok. And it's all it's all pure jealousy. That's like, it is what it is. But, you know, it's like, hey, here's here's me doing this really complex riff or helping someone out. 30 likes. Here's a chick's ass. Nine million. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I guess I just got to be naked more. <laughs> Everybody likes fucking ass. I mean, oh, I, mean, like, you I probably do get some traffic, dude. You're fucking, you're pretty ripped now, man. You probably get some traffic, like, yeah, doing some Maybe fucking I, rip metal guy videos. Just take the Maybe shirt should, off, uh, show the pecs and the arms at the same time. You know, rip through some <laughs> guitar. I was just thinking about training Instagram models how to play guitar. That might be my thing. 
That could be something. Yeah, that might work too. <laughs> I don't think my girlfriend would like that too much. Train there them how go, to play man. with their butt cheeks. <laughs> well, gentlemen, like I said, I appreciate appreciate. Thank, thank you for having me on the show. Um, Thank you. Hopefully, talk soon. Seen but not heard on YouTube and the Suplexity Limits Podcast Network. That'll be coming back um, uh, this fall. Uh, between selling this house, selling my girlfriend's house, and a big move, it's uh, just <laughs> don't have all the time in the world anymore. <laughs> I mean, this fall on SEO. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that yeah. it's coming back though, because that definitely yeah, it, what had become one of my favorite shows. Oh, I appreciate that, man. Thank you. Uh, It'll be it'll it'll be back. It ain't going nowhere. Just like with Make a Riff, we uh, take our breaks, but we're always coming back. Good shit. There you go. All right, gentlemen. Thanks, man. All right, take care. Bro. And cheers, gentlemen. Dude. Late. Hails. Oh. Right. <clears throat> shit, dude. Oh I yeah. I was like, I was like, I don't know, like. No, that's a tremendous episode of the show. Yeah. Well, and inspire motherfuckers with this. I know. I figured it would have been good because, like, you guys had known each other for a very long time. So it's not like uh, somebody coming into a situation where it's like, oh man, what are we going to talk about? What are we going to say? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's always the groove. Like, I know, you know, through repetition, me and you. We don't need a plan. We can just talk about shit. Yeah. And we add people in. It's like, even if it is somebody else, like, oh, how's this going to go? And it, it just like makes it a little more. It gives you like a little bit of uncomfortability coming mm-hmm. into it. It's like, oh, I don't know how <laughs> this will go. We'll see. It is anxiety then, yeah. provoking. It's a good shit. Hell yeah, man. I have nothing else. We should just end this show. Yeah, got, I got nothing else. We pretty much yeah. ran through everything call that a fucking day <laughs> uh we thank you very much for listening to the show uh follow natanic on all that shit it's it's worth your time uh you can follow me on twitter at suplex city limit check me out on suplex city limits live on youtube every saturday at noon eastern talking pro wrestling taking bong hits good shit and uh also on check engine light podcast on youtube where we take a look at bizarre cars and decide if they're tits or shits good shit what about you bobby uh, well, I suppose if you really want, like if you're on Facebook, look up Bobby Blades on Facebook, but I'm not anywhere else and I don't plan on being anywhere else. Um, but also if you have any ideas for the show you want us to talk about, hit us up OGMC podcast at OGMC podcast or OGMC pod. I don't know. One of those two. Try both. Um, I, oh, wow. I, I really got to get good at this, man. God damn it, Bobby. I'm tripping. I'm falling. I can't get up. Well, but yeah, and uh, much love to our dear friend Bobby Anthem, the best of us. Yeah, dude. Uh, but yeah, we'll be back in the future. Talk more shit. Until then, hail Satan. Hail yourself.